Did you know that the NBA has built a super useful bot? Yeah, like a chat bot, a robot you can talk to for basketball fans on Messenger. The NBA's Messenger bot is awesome. Just message it on Messenger to watch highlights of your favorite finals games and players. Message it to see the videos you want. Try it now by visiting nbabot.net. Again, that's nbabot.net. This is like kind of a source to say, but we're just living in such a surreal world. I don't even know what to call it. We're post sources. We're post sources or something. I, I it's don't the know. the Players Tribune era. This is the Players Tribune era. Sources don't matter. But I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Chris Ryan. I like to think we still matter, kind of. <laughs> A little bit. Um, it's been a wild, wild few days in the NBA. Currently, we do not know where Dwayne Wade is. He was last seen in Ibiza, but then potentially was on a plane with Dan Gilbert and his good friend LeBron James. And he's asking for Dan two- Gilbert's good friend LeBron James or Dwayne no, Wade. Sorry, Dwayne. Well, I don't know. You know, you know championships bring friendship, but uh, Dwayne Wade is asking for two years, fifty million dollars. Yeah. So that's what's that's what's going on right now. But yesterday. The bombshell was dropped. 8.45 a.m. on the West Coast. Kevin Durant announced he chose the Warriors. Yeah. After a couple of days of meetings in the lovely Hamptons. Did we ever find out what part of the Hamptons? I think it was Southampton, but perhaps I'm wrong. And I think it was South. Do you have South. an opinion on that location? On South? Yeah. Um, It's not my preferred Hampton, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, So he met with the Warriors, the Clippers, the Spurs and the Heat, the yes. Celtics, and two meetings with the Thunder, one in Oklahoma one in, in the Hamptons. Yes. And it sounds like that second meeting in the Hamptons was to let them know he was leaving. Correct. Or, well, I don't know. Sam Presti said that he found out a few minutes before the Players' Tribune piece went up. But. Had sources within, like he said, like, there are means known and unknown. Presti getting so cryptic with it. So Robert <laughs> Ludlum with it. He was he was saying that he knew how things were going. He said that there were indications. Yeah. Um, you wrote a really good piece about this Thank you, you. right away. I guess you had the weekend to mull it over. I had years to mull it over when you think about it. It's true. Tell us just kind of like the basis of your piece, the thrust of it. Yeah, well, it was more just a kind of requiem for Russ and Kevin, which mm-hmm. has been my favorite thing about watching basketball that's for such, the last five, seven to eight years. That's such a bummer. Um, I, in high school, invented, just not really invented, but had a concept called Buddies. Okay. Which I was really into, which was um, two or more people who were both colleagues and then had like a, a parallel friendship that and the, like the interweaving of them. And oh. it, was, it was really based on the Ocean's Eleven crew of uh, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. Would we count as buddies? Yeah, I think so. But <laughs> it, actually, the original buddies were Steve Francis and Catino Mobley. Like oh. I've always just really been into basketball friends. Yeah. And it's really hard as a as a you know someone who loves buddies it's really hard seeing russ and katie go separate ways but i just reminded myself that russ was at katie's uh, katie was at russ's wedding yeah and, and like their bonds are deeper than than basketball i think that if you if you followed this team closely it was just always there was a real collegial feel mm-hmm. it, you know a lot of these guys this was a a postgraduate experience for them or a post-college experience for them where they were in a smaller city like oklahoma city and they were growing up together yeah and that was really cool to watch you know it's like i don't really care about college basketball that much because the product is so bad but you know (laughs) i do love watching people like struggle and persevere and overcome obstacles and go through stuff but also like those two guys were just the most exciting two players in the league to me yeah and also we really um followed the Thunder closely and you got it this year piece differentiating between Thunder fans and Oklahoma City yeah, fans. Yeah. And we were really Thunder fans. 
Um, and just like when they got Dion Waiters, like being so invested in like where was his locker? They were a cult team. Yeah, like it were, was like it yeah. was such like a it they was such the, like a weird weird band of team like players. That, I mean, when you think about Ross and KD, they have affected NBA culture in a way that like pretty much almost no one else has. Like kind of like NBA hipster idea was started with like with KD in like 2011. Yeah, and of. on the same side though, you could say that those guys have been somewhat at least publicly because of where they were in Oklahoma. I don't think it was like the same thing as like the Clippers guys or the Knicks guys yeah. or even like the Heat guys where they were just like out and about. Yeah. Like Russell and KD like spotting them out in the city, like in any city was like a really huge occurrence because yeah. they were almost off in their own world. And I can totally understand why Durant did this. I of mean, of course, I, you know, when he said I've been here for nine years, I was like, wow, it's been nine years. Yeah. That's a long time at one job. And even though it felt like his statement was completely written by his agent you sure. know, in, ter- in terms of like saying like my mandate for this, which yeah. was, I, I, I think that the start stuff about wanting to be a, to evolve as a man. Yeah. Um, and I was talking the other day with our, uh, a friend of ours, Zach Barron, who wrote a piece on KD for GQ. And he was he was saying that it didn't surprise him at all because Durant probably wanted to like have a different life experience than just being in the same place he was the year after college. Right. For the rest of his life. Right. It's, pre- it's pretty wild. I mean, like in nine years in one city is a really long time. And a lot of people like, kind of get the itch like around nine years after like. Yeah, like, he's 28. Like, yeah, that's like, the, that's I'm ready the, for a new thing. Yeah. It's, Saturn's return. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, Saturn's return. He made it. He, he's out of the twenty-seven club. Thank goodness. He yeah. made it past. <laughs> so it it is pretty weird. It's like um, I remember when Shoals wrote about the Thunder. I think for GQ in two thousand ten, when they were, that was like when people when they were just like, oh, this team's so cool. Like I, it was it was a real parallel to LeBron. Like KD and LeBron have always had these kind of real parallel careers. Yeah. Like KD very quietly signed an extension in two thousand ten, while LeBron very loudly did the decision and. In 2010, like when that was happening, KD was like super committed to his team, and and I remember like that that was like when the oh the Thunder play video games together. Like, yeah, that was like a big narrative. Yeah, they were just like these dork kids who were basically like making their own fun in a city that maybe didn't have as much to offer as a New York or right. a Los Angeles or apparently in Oakland. Yeah, right. I you know what I think we need is like a Francis Ha about Russell Westbrook, <laughs> his best friend. Has Russell chosen, Ha? Russell Ha, where his best friend ha, or one of his close friends has chosen to move on yeah. in their late 20s and he's so left So you behind. think Russell's going to be like an aging 36-year-old point guard in Oklahoma City who's still like talks about like name drops Kevin Durant? <laughs> I don't know, but this is a good question. What should the Thunder do now with with Russell Westbrook? Um, well, there's some talk among some of the Thunder buddies. I saw Royce Young and Anthony Slater both mention that they think it's entirely possible that this strengthens Russ's resolve to stay with the Thunder. I don't agree. I don't. I can't really begin to to understand Russ's psyche and like what. No. I don't think any of us know. I him. think because one of the coolest things about the finals was the or the Western Conference Finals was it be, being completely apparent that Russ thinks that he is better than Steph yeah. Curry. Um, and you want to know what? Draymond might think that, too. Yeah, that's another... More on that later. Yeah. But at the same time, this is now, like, a f- at the best, like, a five or six seed team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's interesting. I think they should try. They should trade him. I think they just need to... For, for what? Redo like you're it never, all. Like, uh, like, what are they going to... Would gonna... you take D'Angelo Russell and Julius Randle for Russell Westbrook? No. Hmm, interesting. I don't think so. Like, we're, like, there's only a few teams that he you could conceivably trade him to. Yeah, 
I know. And only, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So it's basically you'd have to. I mean, although with Russell, who knows? Maybe he's like, I'd love to go to Milwaukee. That's true. I have no idea. <laughs> That's true. I have no idea. He looks like he had a great Fourth of July weekend, though, hanging out with his family. Well, this is the thing that I've been thinking about is what if like it's entirely possible that everything we assume about these guys and everything we assume about how they feel about this stuff mm-hmm. is like completely wrong. Like Russ might completely understand why KD did this. I bet he does. And I at the same agree. time, is like I like playing in Oklahoma. Maybe I'll stay. I I uh, don't think Russ is is pissed. I don't think like other players who know KD are pissed. The only ones who have been like hmm or like some like kind of like throwing shade at him or dudes like like Paul Pierce was throwing shade at him, yeah, okay. which is absurd because Paul Pierce left the Celtics to go with to the Nets, so he got traded, and then to with his old coach and the Clippers. Like, yeah. it's just ridiculous. I know. I mean, it's... I, the thing that I think the reason why we don't sound very energetic about this is, aside from the fact that we've been talking about it nonstop for four or five days, is because we've already done this in 2010 or, like, you know, in 2010 when they when the Heat came together, I think yeah. we assumed this was going to happen where it was like, well, what's the point of playing? And it was, you know, the Mavericks did it. This is, like, way better. It's, this they, yeah. These guys are going to make the Zach Heat. Zach wrote about Zach and Sharks. Zach yeah. on ESPN and Jonathan Sharks in the ring are both wrote about and this. And Danny even did, too. Like, yeah. But just, like, this is, this is not a new landscape. This landscape is gone. No, it's like they had someone holding the KD spot and they upgraded from him. Like, KD is very, like, Barnes wishes he could be compared yeah. to Kevin They won Durant. 73 games with Harrison Barnes. Yeah. And got to the finals with a hurt Steph Curry and a Draymond Green who was kind of always on the precipice of being s- suspended. And now they added Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's amazing. I- you could make, you I, you know, you could say like Festus and they don't have enough big man depth, but they got Zaza. Can we- they got David Lee. If anybody they're is gonna, out there. They're going to get David Lee, right? I think so. And then if they if there's anyone who's just like. Ray Allen? Hang, Ray Allen hanging around like someone who's like, I'll come back. I'll, Baron I'll Davis? play for five bucks. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm yeah. Baron Davis to would love to be on this Warriors team. Yeah. Can we do a quick one through five feelings, feelings, like people who don't feel so great about this, who's like caught feelings on it? Mm-hmm. I mean, my number one is Steph. Yes. I wrote about this in the winners and losers. Yeah. This is an L. This is the biggest L for Steph Curry. Let's let's put this out there now. Okay. Steph to the Hornets. Steph to the Hornets. 2017. Look, here's, here, I'm Steph. Okay. I, I'm the face of Under Armour. You Two, are? Two-time MVP. Mm-hmm. NBA champion, Four minutes away from being back-to-back NBA champion. Supposed to be the face of the league. Supposed to be the new generation. And Draymond Green, my teammate, openly campaigns to have someone come in who is basically at my level. Who is who who is essentially brought in as my insurance policy slash the new like best player on the team. Right. Steph and Draymond are kind of like um, Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr now. <laughs> <laughs> to put it in terms I can, you can Well, understand. Draymond won the duel. Yeah. It also, so, did, so did Aaron Burr. Okay? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it just seems like I would I would, I would, feel a way about that. I would be pissed. I would be like, you think we need someone else? Also, it would be one thing to like upgrade from Barnes. Go. To, I mean, I don't think there's like a ton of like incredible small forward or forwards in general because KD is just like, I mean, KD's like a, just totally one of a kind. But there's not a lot of other forwards who are like are necessarily a huge step up from Harrison Barnes. Sure. So, I don't know who else they could have brought in, but like it's just such a it's just a game changer. Kevin Durant's one of the three best players in the league. Yeah, it's also just that uh Steph Curry raised this team yeah. out of like decades of mediocrity. 
and, and he, he also like works very hard yeah and like he's known as like being very humble and it's it's hard to imagine him stringing out his free agency like this and i i don't say that as like someone as like a steph defender but like he just has a very different style from kevin durant i think it would just be very interesting if steph because they there was i think bill talked about this with house a little while ago that like the warriors could offer you know that there's like a loophole where they mm-hmm. could re-up him or give him a raise or something and his deal is coming up. It'll probably be the biggest deal in NBA history, I would imagine. I mean, no but one should take early deals this year. I I don't know. If I was Steph, it's like, why not? Why not think about it? I would I would feel disrespected. I would, and I'm not I'm not being a troll. I would feel disrespected. I would feel disrespected as well. But don't not, people have things in their contract where it's like you can't hire somebody above? You mean me? like regular people? Not yeah, like NBA executives players. will be yeah. like, there's a there's a clause in my contract that says if I'm like the COO, you can't hire. A C, like a CEO above me or right, something. Right. So yeah, so Steph's like the number one person who should just not be happy about this. Yeah. Plus, I don't know, I just feel like Kevin Durant, I mean, Draymond was already their, like, their leader. Even though Steph was their best player, it was kind of like an accepted fact that Draymond was their leader. And I, I can just see, coming out of Team USA, Draymond and Clay and KD like kind of all being on the same wavelength. Yeah. And that's also weird for Steph. I mean, it's just it's just bizarre. Another like hallmark of these Golden State teams that kind of that made them remarkable is that for every broken play, they had staff to to bail them out, and he didn't do that in the finals, and that's why I lost. Because yeah, and, and just, so now he was a step slower, and that meant his like he was turning the ball over, he couldn't get separation, all those things. Right. Yeah. And now they also now they have Kevin Durant, not to mention my number my number two, Clay Thompson. You yeah. Know? It's it's just so this is so wild. I would also say somebody who should. I mean, I I'm sure he could not care less about like what day it is, but. Mm-hmm. If I was Clay, I would be like, I went from being the be- second best player on this team to the fourth best, seemingly. I get, yeah, it's true. It's tough for me. Just because Clay. there's not going to be as many shots. I just really, really think that, uh, yeah, that's, that's actually funny because Draymond said that on Bill's podcast back in April. He was like, Clay doesn't care. All he wants is to get his shots. And like, he knows he's going to. And like, maybe he doesn't get as many now. I think they'll all, I mean, there will be games where one guy gets hot and takes a lot of shots, and I'm sure that those guys will just be so psyched to play with each other. And I'm sh- It's not going to be like the Heat. There won't be this weird, like, who gets to run the offense thing. Katie's going to have to adjust a little bit, because I always sort of thought with the way Scott Brooks got roasted for this and Billy Donovan got roasted for this, it was like, how could you not run these different kind of sets for KD and you should just be, if you had a better shooter running a pick and roll with Kevin Durant, like, it would just be unstoppable but i think katie likes to do hold the ball for seven seconds jab step jab step fadeaway shot sure he yeah he also um another time like he did an interview with bill I at can't all-star believe like, oh like i mean he's just gonna they're gonna win 75 games next year they, i mean if they don't it's ridiculous although i could see them not going for it because after this season when they expended all their energy on getting 73 and then they came up short it's like what's the point they yeah. have they have the t- they have the record um i remember katie saying to bill at all-star 2014 in new orleans that he just like he wanted to be the servant like he wants to like serve his team and that is the kind of mentality that i see going well in golden state like with iguodala and with steve kerr and like um i just I, I know that Steve Kerr is a huge Kevin Durant family. Yeah. We, we all it wouldn't are. have been, and it, it would have been the same thing in, on the Spurs. I think yeah. it would have just been a little bit more. I think the competitive balance of the league would have been a little bit better. It was interesting to hear there were reports um, that when Jerry West made his follow up phone call, so mm. he, the Katie met with the Warriors, I think on Friday, right? Friday morning, yeah. And then I believe Saturday, he talked Jerry, to Jerry West, West and Durant talk, spoke on the phone. 
And Wes talked to him about how he was still haunted by all the finals that he had lost because he only won one towards the end of his career and mm-hmm. he lost seven others and how it just haunts him to this day. Uh, and also talked about how Durant will never have to like work that hard for his shots again. And there is like a stat that Zach had in his piece or I, I read somewhere where it was like Katie's contested field goal percentage right. is so high that if he gets uncontested field goals, he might score 40 a game. Right. On 20 shots, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, you just, it's like an ultimate pick your poison. But at the end of the day, and not to get into like first takey stuff, but that is like speaks to a part of Kevin Durant's psyche where it's like make it easier, yeah. make it more fun, make it more enjoyable, which I totally, totally yeah. get. He wrote on his shoes, have fun. Like he's like, I support that. I'm also always looking to have yeah. fun. Yeah, I yeah. just want to have fun all the time too, <laughs> Kevin Durant. Let's hang out. So <laughs> I, I totally get it. I do wonder how this will change. Golden State's like death lineup, quote unquote, because when you have Barnes, you just stick him in the corner and you tell him to shoot. But like with Kevin Durant, he's so much more dynamic than that. Is somebody going to be the Kevin Love of this team? Right. Who is going to be the Kevin Love of this team? It's a great question. If it's Clay Thompson, I'm fucking flipping out. I think Clay Thompson. He's going to be just thrown in the corner. Yeah, because his release. This is the thing I loved about the Warriors that that nobody thought Steph. I mean, Steph was an incredible scorer, but it was his health that everybody was worried about and his durability. Clay, I think people were like, wow, that kid can shoot, but never really thought about as like a two way dynamo. And I love the fact that the Warriors essentially got in a lot of the same ways that the Thunder got generationally lucky with three players. The Warriors got really lucky with three players that they drafted. I mean, the Thunder drafted those guys much higher. Mm -hmm. And it was just like. I, I just really dug the fact that those guys kind of like were built up. They're homegrown. Yeah. That's what's fun to me about basketball. Is totally. I, 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 I dig free agency. This is such a crazy. It's so crazy how this is turning into a 12 month. Because the night that Durant got signed, that night, Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons played in Summer League. I know. And I was like, I kind of want to watch basketball. I, I it was crazy. <laughs> the NBA has always been very good at marketing and they remain very good at marketing. Do you think it was an accident? That also, the signings happened day after day after day rather than all at once. You mean with like Horford? And it went Dwight, Horford, and then K- KD. Interesting. I didn't think about that. And KD had like an entire 24-hour news cycle to himself. Um, I think that KD probably always knew he would decide on July 4th to like string it out. But I don't think Dwight and Horford were like that. Yeah, because sounds like Horford was really contingent on KD for a while. And yeah. Sam Presti said that it was really like Horford was really, really interested in coming to the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. And I think also... I wonder if Horford had agreed to do that if Kevin Durant would have stayed. I don't know. I just don't know. I wonder if a team with Horford, you think a team with Horford, what, Russ and KD and Steven Adams and Victor Oladipo beats the Warriors? Yes, I do, actually. Steven Adams is very good. Yeah, I agree with you. He's really good. I mean, that's the thing about the Thunder, and I was thinking about this when, you know, you wrote about this in your piece as well, like, what, what are the Thunder now? And... Presti, for all of his, for all of the things he will criticize him for, great draft, drafter. Just sure. great. Yeah. And so I, I like believe, like, you know, it's not going to be next year. It's not going to be in two or three years, but I feel like I keep quoting Bill, but this goes back to something that Bill always says. Like, you kind of have to like wait it out. Like, some teams are just like, we're just going to wait it out until LeBron is done. Yeah. And so, you know, the Thunder probably were not necessarily going to be the Warriors or it was going to be really hard. So, like, maybe they wait three years and they were four years and they have, like, a great team again. Like, I knows? think that's the, like, what I, like, what I'm not to quote myself, but it was, like, definitely the, the Thunder's goal was to be the Spurs. It was mm-hmm. a small market team that if they could land a succession of generational stars could be relevant for multiple decades. And if they had maintained Katie and Russ for the next four or five years, they could have at some point somehow found someone to be the next, to be yeah. the Kawhi, to be the, I mean, Duncan and Robinson, like having Duncan, landing Duncan while you still have Robinson is like a once in an NBA 
occurrence it seems like but the succession of good players that they've brought yeah. in there and and the fact that they were able to get lamarcus in free agency makes them a playoff team makes them an upper tier playoff team for the next five years and recognizing to trade for Kawhi so early in his career yeah so um, if if the thunder were able to pull something like that off who knows who knows how good oladipo can be in, in a, like a better system than I, totally magic i think like oladipo and adams together are like kind of intriguing yeah but it's just like as about as intriguing as as, as the Jazz. As Hayward and Gobert. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. I want to talk about more people who are who should feel feelings over this. But okay. first, let's talk about our sponsors. Chris. Yeah. I know we've been talking about basketball, but I wanted to switch to baseball for one second. Oh, okay. I know a little off-brand for me, but it's the summer and I feel it, you know? Yeah. Home runs are the ultimate game changers. In the wireless world, T-Mobile has changed the wireless game for good. They've doubled their LTE coverage, and they now reach 309 million Americans. That's a lot of people. Their extended range LTE signal reaches two times further, and it's four times stronger in buildings than ever before. They've just got you covered. T-Mobile also has the home run derby covered too. This is, you know. Oh, dope. T-Mobile and baseball, they go together. You can fill out a home run derby bracket at MLB.com slash bracket challenge, and you can win a trip for four to game one of the World Series. That's nice. It is nice. I love a free trip. I love free stuff. T-Mobile is changing the game for good. LTE doubled over 2015 and 2016. No purchase necessary to enter to win. It ends July 10th, 2016. Open to legal residents of the 50 United States and, of course, the District of Columbia. You have to be 18 or older. Void where prohibited for official rules and complete details. Visit MLB.com slash bracket challenge. Chris, I'm kind of hungry. Okay. If I were at home right now, I would just cook up a meal using everything sent to me by Blue Apron. <gasps> Blue Apron, that's right. See, they, all the ingredients? All the ingredients. They just come to you in a box. Mine's delivered on Fridays. It's a lovely refrigerated box. It has meat, the, like the fresh meat that you need, the vegetables. They make it really easy for you. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. Blue Apron allowed me to make shishito peppers at home for myself. Had you ever done that before? I had it, and it's something that I love to order at like, like a good app at yeah, a restaurant. Yeah. And now I know how easy it is thanks to Blue Apron. I'm going to do it more and more. If you sign up this month, July... You could get meals like creamy shrimp fettuccine with sautéed green beans and spinach. Dag. Sweet chili chicken with Tinkerbell peppers, green beans, and jasmine I'm rice. I'm in on that one. Or, you're going to be in on this one, spiced steak and tomato avocado salad with creamy cone cabbage and our red onion slaw. I'm in on steak. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash ringer. Blueapron.com slash R-I-N-G-E-R. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. Again, that's blueapron.com slash ringer. It's a better way to cook. Okay, Chris, so Steph is the number one person taking an L here. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Who else do you think should be like, oof, I don't feel good about this? Um, I'm sure you won't, but Billy D. Mm. Uh, and we've talked a little bit about, I've, I've read a little bit about this, that there's been some rumors that Louisville's already interested in him. And just the, you know... I think he's going to be, be a good NBA coach. I think he's going to be a great NBA. I mean, like, he's already a great NBA coach. Yeah. He he beat the Spurs and then took games off of the Warriors yeah. at Oracle. Like, he has steel. He can do it. Um, who knows? There there could even be, like, a little bit of Ewing theory that going there. Not, like, in terms of them being better, but I think that maybe he could create a system that's entirely around Russ, but 
you know, maybe like Russ doesn't play point. Maybe you have Oladipo bring the ball mm. up and Russ is like a little bit. It's, it's hard to imagine because Russ isn't that good of a shooter. But I'm saying the thing about Russ and Oladipo together is both of them, their athleticism is their their best quality. Yeah. Right. So it's a little redundant. But I'm sure that he will have looked into. I'm sure that this is a gut check, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because if, if Westbrook leaves next year, you're coaching and, you know, you'd have to imagine. I don't know how, what Adams's contract length is for, but if they trade Russell. This is his fourth year on his rookie deal coming up next year, right? Yeah. So he's due for a, a pay a payday, and his boy, will he get one with the cap of 2017? Seriously. He's going to get so much money, he can pay for all of his 18 siblings' dinner for like a long time. <laughs> a very long time. So, Billy Donovan, who else is catching feelings? Um, How do you think LeBron feels? Ultimately, I think this is a win for him, but I could be convinced Based the other on way. Social media, I think he's feeling fine. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, what does he have to worry about, really? The Warriors had to bring in KD to take him down. He so. saved Cleveland. He saved Cleveland. He had a great vacation. Yeah. I think he's feeling good. Might be recruiting Dwayne Wade as we speak. I mean, I don't think anybody is going to want to be the target practice when they get to the finals against these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think LeBron wants to get swept by this young team. Sure. But lots of things can happen over the course of a season. That's really true. Like injuries. Sure. Who knows? Yeah. That's that's the other thing about these Warriors, though, is like, okay, if one of them gets injured, they're still totally fine. I also don't like cheering for I don't <laughs> like, I was. I, I, don't I think this is hurt. the problem, is that when the Heat happened, until they went on that, like, 20-something game run of wins, it was really, you know, it was difficult to, like, work up the energy to be excited about them, you know, even though they play beautiful basketball. And I don't like being my primary interest in, the, in, a, in a sport to be rooting against something to happen. But I also have no motivation to like be like, I hope they win 82. <laughs> I know. That's so stupid. I know. We just watched you, watch, watch you win 73. That was enough. Yeah, the season is way too long. There's so many teams. There's so many players. To have it all be a fait accompli that, that, that the Warriors are the champs is kind of tough. I can't. I, want, I would love to know like, what Adam Silver really thinks about this. I think they effed up. I think so, too. I think they screwed up. I think the salary smoothing stuff really could have... It's really weird. Well, I think the worst part is probably going to be the Team USA. I mean, but let's say that his deal was expired next year and they were able to get Durant or something anyway. It's like, say, let's say there was some reason why, like, what is Barnes on that team? I mean, he's probably glad to leave. He's the freaking towel guy. I, I mean, mean, like, what is he going to do on that team? I mean, first of all, he just got $94 million. So that's great. Yeah. Congratulations, Barnes. But I just feel like... In Texas, so he gets to keep a lot more true. of that. Yeah. In Texas. He's with his friend, Andrew Bogut. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's he's good. You're right. I'm ta- I take it all back. He works. He's going to be on a, a team coached by a great coach. That's true. He'll be, hopefully, although I really with the do other feel... Curry. I feel like Barnes and Seth Curry should become best friends. But I feel like Harry B is also, like, a real Rick Carlisle benching candidate. Interesting. I don't know. He's all like mild mannered though. I know, but Carlisle will just bench anybody and like just play JJ Barea. <laughs> the Mavs are an interesting team. Their starting five is Darren Williams, Wesley Matthews, Harrison Barnes, Dirk Nowitzki, and Andrew Bogut. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many Mavs games sure, do you they'll think be you'll good. watch? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean Rick will get into the playoffs. He always does. Um what what else who else is like comes out as a loser on this one? I think it sucks with the Spurs. Yeah, it's a it's like a really it sucks. Although I will say that I like th- that is one team that if they pace themselves right, I want to see that in the in the in the playoffs. Totally, I want to see everybody against them in the playoffs, and I want to see. I wonder with the seating and the way the seating has worked out in the last couple of years, where teams don't quite land where they're supposed to. 
like you know like a Spurs like what if the, the Warriors have to go through the Spurs and the Clippers next year? I was about to say I could see the Clips being the eight C and the Warriors being one, and that being like a six game series. Yeah, and like just being annoying. In a weird way, I like really hate the Clippers. Like I just feel like they're a JVT, like a JV organization, <laughs> and kind of, like this is like. I'm just like, ooh, the Clippers. Okay, interesting. But I don't, I mean, the Clippers are, this is in some ways maybe a worse free agency for them than it was last year, even considering the fact they got DeAndre Jordan to come back. But they, they've made no moves. They gave Austin Rivers $35 million. Yeah, and brought Wesley Johnson back. Yeah. Yeah. I think Wesley Johnson deserved more money than Austin Rivers, by I the mean, way. I guess if they're healthy, who like, you know, if for once they're all healthy going into the playoffs and they have no, no pressure on them because nobody's expecting them to do anything. But Pau, Kawhi, and Lamarcus, and if Danny Powell. Green can shoot, if he gets if he gets his mojo, back. and if Tony Parker stays healthy, and man, who can give you anything? I mean, I just I'm I'm just throwing stuff at the wall here, but I'd like to see that in seven games. Yeah, I agree with you. And Popovich could maybe come up with something. I mean, I don't really know what you can come up with because simple math says somebody on that team is going to be open. Let's talk Knicks for a second. Oh, sure. I think the Knicks will make the playoffs with their five of yeah, Mello, Noah, Rose, Courtney Lee. And let's see who are going to be the Eastern Conference playoffs teams. Number one's the Cavs. Number two, Boston, probably. Okay. Raptors again. Raptors. Raptors are Raptors are the Clippers East, basically. Bucks. Yeah, I'm going to put the Bucks in there. Okay. Um, what is that? Four or five? That's four. Do you think the Hornets make the uh-huh. playoffs again? That's five. Um, Hawks. I don't know. I'm not sure. They have Dwight. Ah, uh, I'll give him seven. I think Bud's coach Bud's gonna get him there. Um, what about the Heat? Think the Heat make it again? Yes. So that's Pacers? seven. That's Pacers eight. So no Wizards. No, no Wizards. They're they're done. That's actually a competitive East, though. Yeah, I mean, but it was this past year too. It was competitive. And the Knicks aren't in there. And it's true. So who just did I bump out? Knicks and Wiz. Right. All right. Knicks and Wizards out. Yeah. I'm excited for this Pacers team. I feel like they could be fun. They could be fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm most excited for the for the Wolves next year what's like the one move that like is just so stupid but you would like to see happen still this week uh any trades you're like lusting after i also i would like you know a lot of it would just be okay nice try <laughs> you know like i was just thinking like what could new orleans do to get somebody oh, good to my play God. with anthony davis poor anthony davis and they just don't even have anything we got to free anthony davis and get him on can we just team. can we make the Pelicans, Kentucky, and all the Kentucky All Stars get to go to the Pelicans. Boogie, John Wall, Anthony Davis, Bledsoe, Bledsoe, Rondo. You want Rondo? Sure, there? Coach Rondo. Coach Rondo, <laughs> assistant Coach Rondo, Boogie Minder Rondo. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get you excited. Okay. Team USA is here. I know that it's That's like right. a little bit of a bummer because of this couple wrinkles in Team USA now. Let's just run down the roster. I, I my favorite thing in basketball is Team USA. I. Also, thank you, Team USA, for putting a Clay Thompson shirt up for sale. I bought one. I wasted $45. Yes, I did. Um, here's who's on the squad. Kevin Warriors Durant. Fuck that guy. Just kidding. Um, no. I really like I really like KD. I'm happy for him, and I hope he has per- the personal growth he's looking for. Okay. Um, as a lover of the movie Francis Ha, I just understand what he's going through. So, um, Kevin Ha. Kevin Ha. Draymond, uh, the recruiter green. We're going to come back to that in a second. We'll end on that. Um Clay Thompson. Yeah. Harrison deposed Barnes. <laughs> um, Kyrie Irving. Sure. Um, who else is on this team that I'm forgetting? Oh, DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry. Boogie. Boogie. That's eight. 
Okay, we got the the Raptors duo, never going to win a championship, Lowry and DeRozan. Their friendship is really cute. They're now the new leading like um, teammates slash friends. They the North. Come on. They the North. Um, Elder Statesman Mello. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets out here for himself. Jimmy Buckets, that's who we got to get on the Thunder. That's who. No, I want to see Jimmy Buckets go to the T Wolves, and I want the T because I think Jimmy Buckets, Carl Towns, Andrew Wiggins, and Chris Dunn, or whoever they of Chris Dunn and Zach Levine that they could keep if they could keep either in a trade with the Bulls. Trade buckets to Tibbs. Let's get buckets back. And you know that Tibbs wants a piece of this Warriors team. OTP. Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. And also, last but not least, sorry, two more. DeAndre doesn't deserve a Jordan. And Paul George. Oh, my God. PG. Back on USA Glory. So our leaders here are Kevin Durant and Melo. This is such a recipe. Is Kevin Durant a leader? Well, I bet to say he needs to work on his leadership skills a little bit, I think. Yeah. And this is a great opportunity for him. Mello's never happier than when he is playing international basketball, and I like a happy Mello, so I'm looking forward to it. Right. Um, I'm looking forward I'm really looking forward to Clay and Draymond and Kevin Durant boxing out seven Stephen Curry in their friendship group. <laughs> and I just feel like Boogie could have fun in Rio. I don't know. I just love Team USA. They're gonna travel. Last time this happened, Kobe Bryant was shirtless at a party in Barcelona. I love, I mean. Should we be so lucky? Like, Team no. London was great. Jimmy Butler is in a fucking love traveling. He's looking forward to the glory. He loves the fanfare. I just know that he's going to deliver for me. He's what about the super weird. bacteria? You know who else is going to fucking love just partying? It's like going to be at the Copacabana. Speaking Kyrie of super bacteria. Kyrie <laughs> Irving. Kyrie Irving. He does not scare Zika. He's going to have a great time. Okay. I just, I love Team USA. I'm really excited. I, 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 I'm really, I'm, I'm glad we're ending on this positive note. These guys are going to love being in Rio. They're going to love the Olympics. They're going to wear the red, white, and blue proudly. Maybe this will be good for Melo, too. He's always, you know, he could work on his leadership a little bit as well. <laughs> Lead his team to the playoffs again. It's a good way to, I mean, in, in, a, in a league that will be definitely a, a, a lot, there will be a lot of strife. There will be a lot of of uh, boundaries, you know, next year team boundaries. Sure. No boundaries. No boundaries. Just the red, USA. white, and blue. I'm just, I'm so excited. I, the, my, the best part of the Summer Olympics is the basketball. I, I just, I, I love it. I know Clay's going to shine. Clay's going to fucking win some games for this squad. He did a great job at FIBA. I'm just really excited. I feel like he needs my support now He more does. Than ever. He needs a really good Rio because he's going to be standing in the corner, like playing with his fingernails for most of the season. Yeah, I know, and I can't stand for that. Over under is ten shots, I think, on Clay per think, game. Who do you think is more likely to leave leave the Warriors, Clay or Steph? Steph, one hundred percent. Yeah, I love it. I'm starting it right now. Steph, we'll see you in North Carolina next summer. What's the buzz? What's it's Steph in the on the Hornets? Oh, one lingering question that we can spend the next twelve months addressing this: How can the face of Under Armour be on the original right. Jumpman? So team? here's let's do this really quickly. Let's end on the darkest possible note. Yes accepting like so without anyone getting massively injured what is the the darkest timeline for the warriors so here here's here's a couple of things okay steve kerr love steve kerr don't want anything bad to happen to him but let's just say his health is jeopardized for this back problems maybe it's just that it's just too stressful to sit yeah. on the bench so he becomes like kind of emeritus 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 coach emeritus sounds like a and disease. mike brown takes over the oh, warriors oh jesus so mike brown coaching the warriors so, and Draymond that. starts to question him and is like, I'm the coach. One note about Mike Brown, he's a defensive specialist. Last time I checked. Ron, Ron Adams is a Ron defensive Ad- Yeah, what are we doing here? I don't know. I don't know. What's happening in the Warriors? Are the Warriors <laughs> crumbling already? Okay, so Steve Kerr off the bench. Mike Brown takes over. Draymond Green leads a mutiny. Steph starts making noises about 
you know, wanting to see what's out there for him and his family because he would like to maybe Aisha's, grow as a man and evolve as a man. And maybe he has a public mandate to do it. You I know? have heard Aisha wants to go back to North Carolina. Okay. Just like, just like Braun did, right? Mm-hmm. When, you know, so then we've got Steph wanting to leave, Steve Kerr off the bench, Draymond Mike Brown fight. Kevin Durant realizes he's made a terrible mistake and realizes that like the soothing balm of Oklahoma was what made him who he was, not this IPO hunting Silicon Valley culture that he's stepping into. <laughs> and also, they realize that while they have the best starting five of all time, Zaza and David Lee are not exactly a bench. <laughs> Oh my God, Zaza! I forgot he's in the mix. Zaza, here. David Lee, and Sean Livingston are not exactly like the bench that they need, and depth is what wins championships. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Um, final <laughs> question for you, Cr. If Steph left and they had an opening at point guard, and they brought in Russell Westbrook, would you like be in on the on the Warriors? No. Okay. No. Just like I'm, you know, I don't need reboots. I would love for Russ and KD to reboot it somewhere else. I would love for KD to be in a year and be like, I'm going, I'm going back to Oklahoma. I'm I would love for Russ and KD to go to the Lakers together. <laughs> I would like that might be the only thing that's worse than the Warriors. <laughs> Basketball is more fun when the Lakers and the Knicks are competitive. Okay. Team USA, let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this. I'm Bring Your NBA Show. We're working on getting some big guests, so keep listening to this show all throughout the summer. This is our time to shine. KD, good luck. Go Team USA. T-Mobile is changing the game for good. For a chance to win a trip for four to Game 1 of the World Series, make your picks in T-Mobile's Home Run Derby Bracket Challenge at T-Mobile.com slash MLB. No purchase necessary to enter or win. It ends July 10th, 2016. Open to legal residents of the 50 United States and the District of Columbia. 18 or older, void where prohibited. For official rules and complete details, visit MLB.com slash Bracket Challenge. Also, thank you to NBABot.net. I know Chris mentioned this, but did you know the NBA has built a super useful bot? Yeah, like a chat bot, a robot you can talk to. It's for basketball fans on Facebook Messenger. The NBA's Messenger bot is awesome. Just message it to watch highlights of your favorite finals games and players. You'll probably want to soak in all the KD on the thunder that you can. Message it to see the videos you want. Try it out now by visiting nbabot.net. Again, that's nbabot.net.